Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, our new player has joined. Keith and Jesse talked to Dr. Christopher Hale about getting involved with the Sister District Project. They also discuss fascism and gaming and echo the dolphin. On The Boogie Monster, Dave Stone and Kyle Kinane talk about exploration and treasure hunting, the protests, and redefining policing. On Office Hours Live, Tim Heidecker, DJ Doug Pound, and Vic Berger are joined by Thundercat and Z from Black Socialists in America. Listen to this episode to find out how you can help Office Hours raise funds for the Black Lives Matter Global Fund. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows. Featuring hosts like Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, and Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show. And remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is takeaways from gay and lesbian relationships. What can we really learn? Let's find out. Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us today on Kind of Dating. Uh, I have a favor to ask of you. Can you please take just 30 seconds, maybe right now while you're listening to my sexy, sexy voice? Rate our podcast. Go to your podcast app, click reviews, click write a review, and click five stars. That's simple. You got it. Thank you so much. Um, Let's get straight into our topic today. I have three awesome guests, three awesome friends. Um, I have Mano Agapian, who is a comedian, writer, and UCB performer. I have Jessica and Shannon Kerner, Jess, a Discovery producer and former MTV News producer like myself. And Shannon, an awesome teacher who is creating the next generation of great students in the world. Thank you. Um, they're all here. Hi, guys. You can talk now. Hey. Hi. Yeah, so it's that thing of like, is this, do I yeah, say yeah, hi? Yeah. <laughs> I just like took up all the air time. Um, I'm impressed you did that with like one breath. Yeah. it's uh, it's It was all that choir training where they made me like hold my breath for 15 or seconds. Did you ever get choir to do that? Training. No. Okay. Oh, no. man. In school, I had choir training and he would make us do... But we had to do it for as long as we could, wow. and mine was 15 I haven't seconds. been in chorus since fifth grade, so if they did make us do that, I <laughs> yeah. don't quite remember. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I have fond memories. Um, <laughs> we're talking today about, okay, what do I, what do I say? Same-sex relationships, LGBTQ relationships... Gay, lesbian, queer. What do I say? So, some people would say they're relationships. <laughs> I know, but for this specific, for this specific thing, topic. I like queer. Queer, because I feel like there's just it, it. I don't know what you guys think. It's an but umbrella like, term. Yeah, it just encompasses a lot of different types of relationships. That I guess everything that isn't yeah. uh, uh, binary. Yeah. That isn't just like male, female. Yeah. But I don't know, queer. I've works always for kind me. of used gay as a. 
umbrella because I don't really like I don't like the word lesbian. I don't like the flow of that word myself, but like, tell me why. I want to hear. It's not pretty. It isn't. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying gross. all lesbi- lesbians are pretty or have yeah. to be pretty or have to feel like that uh-huh. level, but it's just not a. But it's also two syllables versus one. True. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be like gay. Gay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, gay. Can we all agree Straight. on gay? Yeah, yeah, I like gay. Like, okay, cool. We'll just say gay for now. <laughs> gay. Um, so we're talking today about like what can we learn from gay relationships because and just like get the understanding of like are there similarities, are there differences? I think there are obviously similarities because like you said, Jess, like at the end of the day, it's all just relationships. But knowing you guys, being friends with you, I also know some like hilarious differences, but uh-huh. also some really good differences like Jess and Shannon openly have always tried to convert me <laughs> to becoming a lesbian. Yeah, I get that. Um, to the better side. Yeah. You would make a and, woman very happy. And, and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I wish I could just make a man happy. <laughs> um, Maybe every, after today we can figure that out. <laughs> every every failed relationship I have, and, and Jess has known me for a very long time, knows that I have so many, mm. um, <laughs> that she's, they're always just like, you know... We keep telling you. And uh-huh. I'm like, I I know. I just like, I wish. <laughs> and then I remember the fir- one of the first times I met Jess, she was like, how do you know if you don't try? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I mean, like, how? I don't know. I, I sometimes like I know certain things. <laughs> I, everyone's a little bit gay. This is sort of true. Kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I um, I also get I get hit on by a lot of lesbians all the time. Like, really? is, is dyke considered a derogatory term? I think it depends on the woman. Right. It depends on how you're using it. Yeah. Like, yeah. my friend used to call me a dyke magnet. <laughs> is that derogatory? <laughs> well, but I, I don't know. I, like, I don't, I don't know. But sometimes, like, it's fun to use this, like, sort of uh, harsh language. Yeah. And we kind of use it in the gay community. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I, of course, call my gay male friends fags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you see, you can say it. It's like, it's like... It's right. like a a black person being able to say the n word, but like none of us can. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind. Of, it's kind of like that. Yeah. But I I feel like I count as like part of your community. <laughs> well, I mean that's what I'm saying. Gay like by association. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on how much you believe. Like I'm I am one of those people who does not believe that it's gay or straight. Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we're all totally. Somewhere. We're all the same. We're all in a weird yeah. bubbling pot of yeah. mixture of mixture of gayness, straightness, whatever. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of personally I'm a fan of like using language to call out how absurd yeah, it right. is. I but mean, I, I yeah, I don't I, I say the dyke magnet thing because that's literally the term my friends like gave me as like a joke because mm-hmm. I'm always getting hit on by lesbians, which is like totally cool. <laughs> I have no problem at all with mm-hmm. it. Like I'm always super flattered, but <laughs> Funny enough, I am so um, sassy if, like, a, a dude hits on me. I'm like, back the fuck up. <laughs> like, I'm so, like, if a dude tries to touch me or grope me in, like, a yeah. club, I'm like, I get in his face. Like, I yeah. I mm-hmm. had a girl slap my ass once, and I just went, like, I just completely... <laughs> you were honored, weren't you? <laughs> and just didn't say a word. And I was like, um, Thanks. And then, <laughs> and then my other girlfriend was like, "What happened, bitch? Like, what happened to your sassy self? Like, you're always telling people off." And I was like, "No, no." 
But the funny thing is, like, I don't, I can't even tell a girl off because, like, I love women so much mm-hmm. that I, like, wouldn't even want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. I think a, a lot of it, though, is that you, like, being a woman, you see yourself, you know, like, what females' intentions are. Yeah. And as compared to, like, what a guy's intentions are when yeah. they're smacking someone's ass. True. Like, mm-hmm. So that's, like, kind of where, like, you're, I mean, you're, you I feel, also like, think less that, guarded. that the, the lesbian is probably trying to fuck me, too, but I still am cool with it. Like, <laughs> Right. Well, because, like, men are capable of sexual violence. Yes. Whereas women, even though it's a stereotype, I do believe women are less capable of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's more scary if a guy objectifies you. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, so do you guys, like, because people get stupid about it. Like, it doesn't weird me out at all to get hit on by a gay person, like, at all. Mm-hmm. Does it does it weird you guys out of, like, <laughs> a, a straight person were to hit on you? So we've got a great story for that. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> when Jess and I first started dating and going out a lot, um, we went to a lot of straight bars because all of our friends were straight in a sense. Yeah. So, like, that would just be where we'd go. So it just became this, like, I don't want to say the word competition, but it kind of was where if one of us got hit on by a straight man, we just let it happen. So, like, if she got hit on by a straight man, I'd back up. I'd go right to the bar and I'd put, you know, my elbow <laughs> on the bar and I'd get a drink and I'd watch to see how long it would go oh, on. It was see just what kind of a game. And it just became a game. <laughs> and there was one night where we went out for a friend of mine's birthday and I got hit on. The second I walked in the door, somebody just came up to me and started talking to me. But I don't want to throw out there the first my first statement. Oh, hey, my name's Shannon and I'm gay. Yeah. Because you don't want to. It's like put out that vibe. Yeah, it's like such a weird thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes back with my friend, and they're they're watching this happen. I see them from the corner of my eye cracking up, and we're just having this guy and I having this great conversation talking about all this stuff, and he never asks my sexual orientation because it's not a question you ask either. Mm -hmm. So eventually he's like, oh, so what are you doing here? And I was like, oh, my girlfriend and I are here for my friend's birthday. And he's like, oh, girlfriend as in, and I was like, the woman that I'm dating? And he's like well, why didn't you tell me that? And I was like, because that's really awkward to say right <laughs> yeah, in the beginning. Why would I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her and my friend are just cracking up on the other side. And eventually I go over to them, what happened? What happened? I was like, eventually it came out that I am dating you. And he's oh, okay. But it just becomes this <laughs> thing that we watch because it doesn't offend either of us. So, so the audience knows also, I usually ask this way off the top and I got super excited and I <laughs> missed the question. Mano, single relationship. Oh, I'm I'm in a relationship. Right you're now. currently in a relationship. Yes. Jess Shannon. I mean, we're married. No, you're married. I was a bridesmaid at your wedding. Yeah. See the so see the cool cute. pictures on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> she wore a sexy suit. Yeah. Yes. Um. So how yeah. how do you guys like meet people? You said like you went to straight bars, but that was mm-hmm. like because your friends went also. So is yeah. it is it usually, uh, like is there a one uh kind of medium that's more used than others it's run it runs the gamut for me like back when i was single of course i was on grinder for part of the mm-hmm. time which is um a waking nightmare well, and you had uh, that you had um a was it a tumblr yeah it was a, a tumblr instagram yeah. thing it was called grind grinder diary grinder diary and it was just me documenting my uh, insane conversations on grinder right and 
so yeah, and it was really fun. I wrote a sketch show about it, blah, blah, blah. What I found from it, and I think is no surprise to anyone in the room, is like the objectification in gay male relationships or courting is so off the charts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, How does it happen? Like, in what way? What do you mean exactly? Like I was, I, so um, yeah, you're just made to feel like a piece of meat or like a show horse. You know what I mean? Wow. Like I feel like it's like, show me your teeth. And then it's like, if your teeth aren't in show horse, um, what's the word I want to use? Like, inform, like show form. Form. It's yeah. like moving along, moving along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will not make it to the next round. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's so very it's like much teeth, like that. Body. Like, yeah, it's how's body. Yeah, it's body. How's your, oh Like, my show gosh. me your dick right now, even though I've yeah. never met you. It's really wild. Um, so I had a lot, I had a tough time hanging in there. Um, but I eventually found uh, a cu- a cute boy at Aww, a gay bar. Yay! Yeah, but after just like it, it feels like walking through Mordor. It's yeah. like it is it is harsh out there for gay young gay males. Yeah. I but feel. you know, like saying that, I feel like I hope guys out there are listening and going. That's how girls feel all the time with absolutely. Dudes. Like, you're constantly feeling like a trophy. You're constantly feeling objectified. Like, guys, sort of, maybe by nature, uh-huh. you know? Because it clearly happens in all kinds of relationships. Yeah. Where, like, even when I... There are five questions I ask usually on this show. And even when I test that question out and I ask a guy about it on the street. Because they're like, oh, what are these five questions? The one is, what turns you on? And almost always, the... The man's response is always a physical trait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, like, that's how we tend to feel a lot of times is, like you said, objectified. Yeah. Oh, it's and wild. that's crazy. Yeah, it's super crazy. Um, but, uh, so yeah. So, boys, there's more to people. There's so much more. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Body. And it's tough not to buy into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course, as gay men, we're like uh, constantly dealing with some form of body dysmorphia and feeling like you're not cut enough. Yeah. And that's permeating into all, all cultures. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, how, how do you guys feel? Yeah, I was is, just is how. Say. Is Obviously, this the there's same a... for you? Is it? No. <laughs> it's not like that at all. Of I... course, it's, there's a stereotype that it's not, and I want to hear... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very much not like that at all. It. I, I guess it's like... I feel like with as women, we're more understanding, in a sense, so it's... Obviously, there's the physical attraction part. Like, of we both admitted it. To. If we weren't physically attracted, we never would... Like, we met on Plenty of Fish, Yeah. and if we weren't physically attracted, like, that initial... But that's link not... up wouldn't have started immediately, yeah. but it goes more than that. Honestly, women are more willing to give someone a chance that they're not maybe initially attracted to, yeah. but are like, all right, they have a, like a really great personality. Mm-hmm. As like corny as that sounds, it's like that that does mean a lot, and it can kind of change how you see a person. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a person can yeah. become more attractive to you, totally, uh-huh. or less attracted to you just by their personality. Yeah. And I feel like women are a little more tuned into that yeah like when i'm like you know when i was like single and i'm like looking through pictures obviously like you know on on a site or whatever and it's like all right you're like looking to see if this person's attractive but you're not like picking out every little thing to be like "Eh, not really but that attraction also is like it's like a very subjective type of attraction where maybe like 
you said, Mano, for mm-hmm. for like gay relationships, it's very like classic. Hey, show me your teeth, and it has to fit yeah. like a certain bill of like what good teeth are. Yeah, it's wild. I, I, I of course, and I, I think it is like it is. It relies on. You're so lucky. You have great teeth, and you're. Oh very my god! Man. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm very lucky though that I finally got in a relationship with a, a gentleman who's like. Who literally like now that we're together and he knows about my all my body mm-hmm. dysmorphia and hangups, he's like, "You're safe now." You know what I mean? That yeah. thing, where, like, like someone like escapes the zombie apocalypse and they can't stop freaking out. You know, he's like, "You're safe. Yeah, you're yeah, safe." Yeah. So I'm lucky enough to now have that more healthy experience with yeah. someone where it's like, "Oh yeah, remember that it's not." all about just the physical and you totally. are not just an object but yeah. i feel a lot of gay men especially in the community never escape that rhythm yeah you know what i mean there's old mm-hmm. single gay men right now in weho trying to pick up some young piece of meat because oh, they've been trained to hunt or hunt that <laughs> cheap thrill yeah, yeah. And Sucks. that happens. I mean, it's just like there. There are lots of old men in LA chasing the young pieces of okay. ass. They don't. Not, <laughs> yeah, they don't have to be gay. They, they no, they don't. Not gay. They're just. But like you said, they're trained into that, and that's sad. Like, yeah, it's um, it's something that even I had a problem with for a long time. Like where I've I've often said um, that I. This is going to sound mad cheesy, guys. This is the writer part of me. When I was no. like writing once, I'd said like, I I look forward to the day he loves my outside, but is in love with what's inside. Because yeah. like it, it's it's cool that we can all like look a certain way, but at some point you just want to be like, that's not what's going to drive a yeah. relationship, totally. right? Well, and totally. That's I'm kind of curious, like gay men who you know are always on on this like hunt for this like perfect look and everything. Are they actually looking for a relationship or are they just looking for someone to play around with i think it's just validation yeah Mm. like that's what they're actually looking for it's like you think i'm hot enough i got you we did the deed and now on to the next kill like, and so, oh, and I didn't even know it was like that's that. That's actually something that's <laughs> yeah, awful. Because like, <laughs> they say they say that um Gay relationships are more, it's more usual to be non-monogamous. Right. Correct. I'm currently in a monogamous yeah. relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that's a really tough thing. I see that happening in the gay community and I can't tell, like, if it, I can't tell. Like, I think, yeah. like, that takes so much understanding mm-hmm. and compassion and you need to have a really solid base yeah. before you venture into that. Because I have seen people... Uh, pursue it at the worst times, yeah. and of course, as catastrophic <laughs> like right. results and complete opposite. Yeah, yeah. Jess told me about something called U-hauling. <laughs> U-hauling being like basically with lesbians when they like after like the first or second date, people make a joke like, "Oh, did you bring the U-haul?" Because like right. lesbians fall fast and hard and like literally move in with each other yeah, that really. fast. Like, yeah. Oh, you've been together for a month. You must be living together. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what did yeah. it only take four months for you to move from New Jersey to Long Island so we yeah. could live closer? We didn't and then move you in moved, but yeah, but you but... live closer to each other. Yeah. 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 But then you moved 
to New York, like, or not to, I'm sorry, from New York to California after with me two after, years. no, it wasn't even two years. Like, it was like a year, a year and, and a half. half. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's not, that's pretty normal. I feel like a year and a half. Like, that's. To move 3,000 miles I, away with somebody? That's true. <laughs> I, I don't know people who can, like, and, and actually share an apartment after and a actually year. make it work. Yes. That <laughs> is true. Why do you think that form of intimacy is more prevalent among gay women? There's a very like heightened emotional connection that you feel Uh initially. And it's almost like it's it's to the to a detriment for a lot of women because like you just have this kind of like natural bond Mm -hmm. and then you you actually go blind to a lot of like the reasons that this person is not right for you Mm -hmm. because you just have all of these like feelings going on and they, Mm -hmm. they like take over. Yeah, yeah, usually women are super emotional in any type of relationship, whether yeah. it be a gay relationship or a straight relationship. So then to have two females together, it just creates this crazy, yeah. in a sense, level of connection <laughs> and bond where you're like, I am bonded to you now. And now we need to move in together and try and create yeah. this life and, and form this You like world become together. like best friends. Yeah. Like, like how like girls have like really great close girlfriends yeah. and you like... On top of it, you have, like, a sexual attraction yeah. plus the whole, like, sisterhood kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like... One of yeah. my one of my best friends tries to make out with me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. She always does. Guy. It's very straight. Okay. Except she's, she's always, like, I mean, didn't you just, like, make out with, with your girlfriends when you were a kid? I'm like, nope. <laughs> not once. You know, she's I like, never did either. But all the time. And she's like, all the time. I'm like, um... No. And then every time every time we like uh especially if we get like drunk or something like that, we'll leave and I'll give her a hug and she always just like come it's like a movie where she'll like close her eyes and come in real close. I'm like, girl, it's not. and I would give her the cheek. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> But she's completely straight. She's I like just that. Maybe you are sending like, off signals that I you don't know God, about. It must be me. Because like I mean, growing up, I was actually more uncomfortable around my girlfriends than uh, like like that you know even before like I was out or whatever. Yeah. But like straight girlfriends are very like kind of cuddly with each other and like like you know do each other's hair and very touchy and like I was not like that. Like it like scared the crap out of me to like sleep in the same bed as my best friend because I'm like. I don't know. It's like something yeah. was wrong. Yeah, I didn't sleep when we had those sleepovers. Yeah. I was awake like, oh my God, if I touch the person, they're going to think that I'm gay. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. And that's like years and years did before you, I came did out. You guys have a- I feel that. Yeah, I totally feel that just because it was like... It's like kind of like that scene in Sleeping Beauty where she's like drawn to the spindle, like that little point. Like, like where it's like she knows she wants to touch it, but she knows she shouldn't touch it. It's like that kind of like messed up thing. Yeah, I felt that because I remember kids telling me I was gay before I knew. You know what I mean? Just be like, you're gay, and be like, uh, uh, (laughs) probably not. When when did you come out? I think yeah, like I was. I didn't even come out of the closet until like college. Yeah. Yeah, it was, but it was also wrapped up in so much things. I was a chubby kid, of course, and yeah. in the closet, uh, so I had to lose the weight, and then even see myself as 
attractive to others before mm-hmm. I could even start dating. Like mm-hmm. it was a whole. Yeah, the whole like butterfly yeah. transformation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, college. I really I went nuts and I yeah. was I became a real whore. Hey, we all go through that phase. <laughs> yeah. Just knows I went through that phase for five and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Way past college. Yeah. yeah. I went through that phase for like a summer. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been in relationships. Yeah. Um, and that's what's so funny. When, <laughs> whenever you guys like say about the U-Haul and that like girls are more emo I'm always like what's wrong with me because like I've never wanted to like live with somebody and the the ex that I was living with it was such a big deal because I couldn't even stay for like a long weekend with a guy it freaked me out it still sort of freaks me out when I have to like spend four days with somebody I'm like oh my god what are we gonna do for four days (laughs) totally I've been dating well I feel that personally like I've (laughs) <laughs> I've been dating my boyfriend for almost two years. Wow. We still live separately. Yeah. And I think we still have, low, like, like we give each other space. Yeah. Like, I slept over tonight. It, it's almost assumed could, yeah. that tomorrow, like, we're not going to sleep uh, together the next yeah. day. Oh Just give gosh. each other, like, yeah, a that's little That's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> like, when we, like, the reason I had to move from New Jersey to Long Island was because like we had to see each other every day Aww, and it was it gets, cool. it's so really expensive yeah, yeah, because yeah. the tolls are like $35 <laughs> mm-hmm. like, yeah. to get over all of those bridges yeah yeah. so yeah and I mean you moved in probably what like four months after we started dating wow yeah, yeah pretty like, much like because like, I moved to Long Island I moved to Long Island and then like you basically like moved in shortly thereafter yeah, it was just that's easier. crazy when, when did you did because you asked me the coming out yeah, yeah, question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I forgot that. <laughs> no, I'm so curious. Um, oh, I Because I, I, I feel like I feel like I already know Jess and Shannon's entire uh-huh. like, story, so I forget to like, ask the things out loud. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I actually came out when I was like 14 years old, and it was probably like, like 99, 2000. Not, not, not when it was cool to be gay, but <laughs> it was becoming more of a thing. Like mm-hmm. there was like queer eye for the straight guys. So people were like, oh, gay people exist. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, it was pretty tough. But like, I always knew from like a really young age that, that I was like, at first I came out as bi because women never come out as, as gay at first. You come out as bi. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Gay men oh, too. Is, is it? Why? Why? Yeah, gay men too. Gay men too. I have theories on it, but I want. It's, I, want you I to think finish. it's just kind of like you're like testing the waters to see what people say and how they mm-hmm. react. So you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm bi, and then I can still like I'll I'll like date a boy to like put on the show, and yeah. then so what do you you're think like, about Miley no. Cyrus's whole like I'm bi thing. Should oh, I think there are definitely bisexual people. Yeah, oh, totally. I just think yeah. that for most lesbian women. It's you are bisexual first, and then because you finally to... let go of that yeah notion for yeah. gay I men. Like I gay feel, men. or like I know gay men in particular who like who use it, and it's almost like them battling with their own homophobia. Yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm bi, God, but I still love women. It's yeah, like yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> like, that's fine, dude. Yeah. No one really cares. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, totally valid. Like I have friends who are absolutely pan or bi. Um, but yeah, some gay men, or it sounds like gay women too, use it as a coping, it's, like like a, like training wheels. For me, yeah, for exactly. me, yeah, it was like kind of like training wheels to just like see like what other people say. Yeah, because it's also like like when I came out, I was in like middle school, and it's like 
people are just starting to date and like everyone's dating boys and there's like school dances and no one else is gay in the entire school. So <laughs> I don't want to be the only lonely like gay yeah, person yeah. that exists. Yeah. So it was like I was think I was bi for like a year and then I started dating a woman and I was like, yeah, this is it. Well, actually, after I it was that was a really like rocky relationship, my first one. And I stayed in it for like four years. <laughs> and afterwards, I actually was like, I'm going to like I'm going to date a guy just to see. Yeah. <laughs> Like me, like I don't know. Just yeah, you just see what else like, yeah. the other side is. I haven't really been there in a while, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it lasted that lasted like probably like two months, and I was like, all these people are disgusting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just real. so gross. Yeah, <laughs> they really sorry. are. That's, no, that's, that's real. Like... <laughs> I'm so gross. <laughs> no, it's it's true. Like, but if if you're if yeah, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. But it, that's proof that you're not into that. Yeah, grossness. no. no. <laughs> Shan, what about you? So I'm the polar opposite. I came out when I was between 22 and 23, and it yeah. wasn't my own realization at first. My friends at the time sat me down and said, <laughs> have you ever considered maybe you're gay? And I said, no, absolutely not. And I denied it and denied it and denied it. And then everything started clicking and making sense, like the awkward sleepovers when I was a kid and how I felt that well, maybe that wasn't normal that I had butterflies in my stomach when we were sharing a bed and yeah. everything started making sense. So then I, too, came out as bisexual because I had dated men before that. Yeah, I was in a two year relationship with a guy before that and everything felt fine. So I was like, maybe I'm bisexual. And then I started going online to Plenty of Fish and going to I went to a gay bar by myself it was my first experience at a gay bar it was completely alone and it was an amazing experience and started it all started making sense so then I realized as I was dating Jess right here that I was like oh I'm definitely not bisexual at all <laughs> um, definitely gay just into yeah. <laughs> just so into you the were the one noise. that converted <laughs> basically <laughs> just that um, good even though our first date was like Atrocious. Dumpster right? fire. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I it remember. was an awkward yeah. first date. Yeah, they had oh. the story. It wasn't awkward so much as like there was a lot Jess, of alcohol involved. You were a involved. fucking bitch too to, to yeah. Shannon for a little bit. I was. Oh yeah, I was. Kind we of should mean. not have been married. Like I don't know. How <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Shannon's a saint for taking you in. Because oh, if it was thanks. me, I'd been like, mm-hmm. fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, she just like I was honest with her. I wasn't a bitch. Just came I was out honest. Of, like, a long, a five-year relationship with somebody else, and then and met me very soon after. Yeah, I remember. When well, that it was. You. Yeah, it was like after I'd gotten out of that, I was like, all right, I need like I need to take time for myself. Like I need to not get into another relationship mm-hmm. that I know yeah. is going to last like forever again because, like, I'm a long-term relationship kind of person, mm-hmm. and uh, I just. Sh- happened to meet her I was like you know uh-huh. and I was just like alright I'm just gonna like date around and like not really have any commitments and just like make out with people in bars and she was like I like met her and I'm like she's like wifey material like what do I do <laughs> so and I was just be- like I basically I was honest with her told her I'm like I need to go like like I have to give myself at least like six months or something I think was like what I was going for I'm like so like this can't be official until like the end of the summer, and I'm like, I like either like you, me, yeah. If if you want to stay around, I would love that, but like I am not gonna like 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have some partying to get out of my system yeah. still. And so. she did. And she partied. But I stayed around and I told because she was such a great conversationalist and I felt like this awesome connection with her immediately. So I was like, I have nothing else to do. Yeah, so yeah, why yeah. not stay around? Yeah. And, you know, our first date was a complete shit show. And then <laughs> other things all started trickling down from there. There was a point where I tried to completely dismiss her and was like wiping my hands over because I was like, I can't even handle this level of mm-hmm. you're not ready to be in a relationship yet. But she tried to write she... me off and then I sent flowers and, and a teddy, teddy bear. Aww. And then uh, I'm such a hopeless romantic. She was yeah. like, all right, that's all right. right. Well, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that's yeah. great. But no. so they also say, according to a study, um, that was done by a, a professor at UC Berkeley that uh, for lesbians, affection is more important than it is for gay males. While for gay males, interesting, you said it, validation was more important than mm. it is for lesbians. Interesting, yeah. True? Yeah, it's hard to to parse so. apart, but yeah, totally. Because for me, I they're so intertwined. Yeah, like yeah, affection yeah. and validation are so intertwined, and I am the kind of person who needs a lot of affection. Yeah, I had an affectionate family and yeah. and, and stuff like that, so I am used to a higher bar mm-hmm. uh, of it. But yeah, I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah, yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, I agree. Definite affection. Affection is is, is very key. important. I did I did that. Um, the what is that love language? thing that mm. test or whatever you you do a test that says like wh- what is your language of love that people should speak to you with and oh. and then that's actually I suggest everybody to do this early in a relationship if you're dating because <laughs> once you know this you know totally. how to like approach that person well, for me it's um, acts of service is number one so like somebody doing nice things for me or like uh, t- doing something that like helps my life in a way you know mm-hmm. like somebody going to wash my car when I just suck at doing those things you know <laughs> yeah. and being like you know what I got this and I'm like oh, as long as they don't bring you flowers yeah yeah don't bring me flowers <laughs> but that's not an act of service that's just <laughs> a gift oh, that, a which gift, is another gift thing See, if I had one. met yeah. you before I met her I definitely would have been able to flip you. Yeah. For sure. Because <laughs> that's the, the acts of service. That's the same thing that I was doing to that one friend who told me maybe you're gay. Is I was doing all these little acts of service. Yeah, like yeah. I would pick up her car in the morning and I'd go get her car washed yeah, for her and then bring her back coffee and breakfast. Oh my God. And the, but she was completely straight and I didn't realize because I wasn't out yet that this wasn't normal until yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, I'm totally relationshiping myself yeah. to a straight <laughs> woman right now. And she was letting you do it. And completely yeah, was- just... Ate it up. Yeah. yeah. And then number two for me was affection, like just touching, gentle something, you know, mm-hmm. like not too much, but. Yeah. yeah. I I think I'm, I am in my relationship, I think I'm the more, like we're both super affectionate, but I think I tricked him into being more affectionate. Yeah. <laughs> How did you do that? I want to know. Don't, literally just getting mad when he wasn't affectionate. Oh, like I would be yeah. like, I expect kisses before bed. Oh. <laughs> like, like, that's a weird thing. I like don't feel like it's like, the night has concluded until we've had like just some yeah. sweet yeah, smoochies sweet yeah. smoochies um, and so and he sometimes is the kind of person who's like once it's like 10pm he could just knock out you know yeah. what I mean he could mm-hmm. just like fall asleep on the spot and I like want there to always be like a cap <laughs> like a cap to the day um, so yeah that's something I think that I've I've judged out of him because yeah. we definitely had very different love yeah. languages when we started yeah that's so but. funny because I again like this is why I think I they're like I have a fucking problem guys like uh. <laughs> I I don't like cuddling so like mm. literally every guy I date I tell them off the top that like I might give you a good 10 minutes just to give it to you and then I got to turn the other way like <laughs> I literally have to face the other way because I don't like heat 
And mm-hmm. so I just don't want. See, like, you guys would, you two would never work out together. Yeah. And I just, yeah. and all my girlfriends would tell me that. like they Your body like to runs talk very after warm. sex oh, or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, shh, just go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate when somebody talks. I'm like, just can we? Yeah. Really late. <laughs> yeah, I run warm. I do too. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah, I'm I like know. a furnace. Yeah. And but I've and this is another weird thing, just like it's a, it's I think it's proof of when you really like someone, my boyfriend really likes to cuddle. Yeah, yeah. Or just like like monkey onto me. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and, you and let I've like dealt I've figured out a way yeah. to make it work. And that's mm-hmm. true. I do agree. Like the once or twice I've really liked somebody, I've mm-hmm. like let them for a little longer, yeah. <laughs> and at some point, I'm like, I just, I just have to breathe. But yeah, uh, but I, yeah, it, it's an, it's it can hard. be enjoyable for a little period of time. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> it's hard. Uh, I we have so many more questions uh, to ask you guys, um, and uh, and now we're gonna go into more of like what can we actually learn? Okay, maybe from. Um, uh, same-sex relationships, uh, but first because we are gonna, the spokespeople. Yep, and you guys That's have right. all the answers. Okay, here we go. I think we can do it. But we first, we're gonna we're gonna go to a message. Hey guys, we're back. You're listening to Kind of Dating. I'm Natasha Chandel. I'm here with Mano, Agapian, Jess Hindman, Jessica Kerner, <laughs> Hindman. You guys got married. <laughs> Screwed. <laughs> Shannon Kerner. I still haven't changed my name yet, so it's okay. <laughs> so wait, are you just going by Jess Kerner? Jessica Kerner? I don't even know um, the full name. Well, I haven't officially changed my name. Yeah. Just on Facebook. But is it going to be like a hyphen it? Like a Hindman Kerner Kerner? Just Kerner. No, I'm Shannon's just like, go no, Kerner. no, I got that one. Did, how'd you guys <laughs> decide? I was just like, I like Kerner. Oh, that's a fun story. <gasps> Uh-oh. <laughs> so we had, a, when we had gotten engaged, we talked about it, and she was like, oh, I don't really have any attachment to my last name, so it's fine. And I was like, all right, cool. We get to keep my last name. This is great. And then probably a week or two before the wedding, she had like this... <laughs> self-identity crisis (laughs) and I was like but why should I get rid of my name getting rid of my name is like a thing you do in traditional relationships we're not a traditional relationship it used to show ownership and then she went off and I was like we're like almost getting married why are we doing this now (laughs) and we had to have a conversation for like three hours about why it was important to me versus why it didn't matter to her or did now matter to her Mm -hmm. and then eventually patient Shannon I know (laughs) and then when we had gotten to the courthouse and they said, what are you going to change your last name to? She looked at me and I was like, don't do this now. We're not doing this now. Yeah. She's like, Kerner, I'm just going to change it to Kerner. And I was like, oh, thank God. Whew. We're here. We're here. We're good. I just, the, the whole like idea of like, you are one person. Mm-hmm. Like I've one person for 30 years and then I'm a different person. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's just weird. That's I get weird. It. I don't think you should. I mean, if it makes people happy, but I don't, it doesn't like do anything to change it. Yeah. And the like tradition of changing your name is based in like really terrible, like of patriarchal. Course. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, my name sounds really nice together. So yeah. I was like, I mean, sorry. my whole thing was future Unless kids. Like, I wanted them to have the same last name yay. as both of us. And then she's like, all right, well, what if we hyphenate? And I was like, all right. And then what if our kid one day wants to hyphenate theirs? And what is it? Hindman Kerner Anderson or whatever future last name <laughs> yeah. it is. And then mm-hmm. what's your last name to get rid of? And that's what my mind does. Just, I yeah, just play yeah. all these scenarios out. Just and then she out. does this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting listening to both your guys, the two sides um, of relationships, because it does tend to come down to, like, I feel it's also slightly dictated by gender roles a little bit. 
Yeah. Right? It kind of feels like. Like, you're saying women are more emotional in general. And so we, you know, for um, gay women, you tend to, like, be more nurturing and more talky and all that kind of stuff. And, like, men in kind of general are a little more... Uh, non-committal <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's, and that's just, fair like to say. sort of you know want to be free and have their space but make their own choices yeah. and need validation and funny we've done an episode about like what guys want and in even researching that like even in straight relationships one of the biggest things men want is validation mm-hmm. and so it's just like interesting mm-hmm. that it kind of still comes down to like these gender roles. It's not like sexuality as much as it is gender roles. Yeah. One of my favorite things about gay relationships, though, is it's funny you use the word gender roles because like one of my favorite things about it is that like I feel like we get to well, we get to liberate ourselves from the traditional gender roles yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. of like the 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 man should pay for the female mm-hmm. and blah, 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 blah. Like I like those moments where it's like, oh, we're just partners. And we don't have to rely yeah. on some of those antiquated yeah. Yeah. man-woman roles. That's that's one that's, of my favorite things uh, about the gay relationship. Um, what, what, do you, what do you guys well, think? That, that, yeah. I love that the term partners because it feels like a partnership. It's yeah. not like like there there is you know there's give and take and like just it's equal across both both aisles. Like what you know we do. There's no. There's no role like a lot of a lot of straight couples will actually ask like, oh, who's like who's the guy and who's the girl in the relationship? Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, isn't that, but don't people ask you of like who has the more masculine and feminine energy they, or whatever like, it is? And like, yeah, how is that decided? Do. And like, like, I think with our partnership, like I like to be chivalrous. So I'll open her door for her before yeah. she gets into the car. But she takes the trash out. Yeah, uh-huh. and yeah. she washes the dishes, but I cook, and it's and like we, I build stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, except the IKEA furniture, I did all of that. I'm <laughs> just going to say you just have a lot of patience. I do, and I think that we just developed what works for us, and it's right. less of what the gender roles are, yeah. and more of just I hate taking trash out. I hate washing yeah. dishes. She does that. She works late, so I cook. Yeah, and it's just a matter of what works for us, what we like best. Yeah, yeah. like the relationship doesn't start with this preconceived idea of all right well I'm the guy so I need to be the breadwinner and I have to make yeah. a lot of money and now I'm going to pressure and stress myself myself out to make a lot of money and I'm going to expect when I come home at the end of the day and I'm all stressed out that there is a clean house and a dinner ready mm-hmm. for me and you know no noise and stuff going on and like no, we don't no, we're not going in I better be expecting that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know like people happening. like no like straight people kind of go into a relationship with a like an idea of like what yeah, your yeah. role is like yeah. a lot like women you know are like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna have a baby and I'm gonna be a mom and I wanna make my home and like that kind of thing a lot of women doesn't include you Natasha well you're (laughs) you're the exception (laughs) (laughs) like I can like think of like my sisters like like our sisters and stuff like that like that's where I kind of get that idea of like yeah your sisters are like very girly yeah Mm -hmm. in the more traditional they're very traditional like that yeah yeah Yeah, but I I, what about you guys like yeah, just to, I think it's the same for uh, for me and my boyfriend at least. Of just like, you have to figure out what 
what works for you guys. Yeah. Uh, he's Absolutely. he's a better cook. I'm really bad at it. Yeah, we yeah, you, you just share obligations in that yeah. way. Um and yeah, and I think for the most part it's really fun. There are some times that where you're like, "Oh, I I kind of, we don't have those gender roles to like know how to navigate this situation, so we do have to just communicate more." Mm-hmm. So, we just have to communicate yeah. more. I, I feel like that's like my biggest problem in relationships is like I feel like I'm very like people say again in just like an easy way to put like a do dish and so I feel like I don't like I don't know do you feel like when you're in a relationship like you think that the guy you're with is expecting you to kind of perform certain roles and then you're like Automatically battling I think against it's hard it. For, I think it's hard for a dude to deal with a guy like a guy like me. <laughs> there you go. Do you think you have an ego? Do I? Uh, no, I'm just. Uh, no. I've always. I grew up with a brother, and so like uh-huh. I was raised sort of like a tomboy, and uh-huh. he had like take it. Like he literally beat the shit out of any girl part of me. Like uh-huh. physically, <laughs> and it's funny because now he tells my mom he's like she's so much like she thinks too much like a man, uh-huh. and and I'm like you made me this way, and now you're mad that I am like this. But you know, because it was yeah. just one of those where if I played with the boys and I got hit with a hard ball mm-hmm. while we were playing baseball, I couldn't get upset over. It. I had to be like. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. It's I'm funny. Good. You're... I'm good, and I just like get up and you know and. So I was just like sort of used to being very guy-like. And then I grew up with a lot of guy friends. So I would like sit there and hear all of their shitty conversations. And I just had to like learn the way guys thought. And then at one point I just sort of was like, well, if you can't beat them, join them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think your brother kind of like raised you like a father traditionally raises their son. (laughs) Yeah, sort of. And now he's just like, what? <laughs> and um, now you're all emotionally you're gonna, damaged as a yeah. result. How, are you, this isn't like whatever. You're gonna find another weirdo who speaks the same language you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we all do. Of course, it's true. You're gonna find the boy who was raised by his mom and he knows how to do the more feminine thing. Oh no, yes. I, I also don't need him to be that. But no, <laughs> but where he's yeah, gonna yeah. come in and be like, I'm gonna cook for you, and this is gonna yeah. work. You know, they all tell me that they're gonna cook for me, and then somehow it ends up being like two months in, I'm the one fucking cooking, and I'm like, I don't even like cooking. <laughs> um, but somebody's got to eat. Wait, you cook? I, I cooked for the the ex. <laughs> I remember telling so you surprised. how to like bake chicken. Oh yeah. <laughs> a long time ago. Shut You're up. Like, you didn't know how to cook and I'm like chicken's so easy. You could just like put it on the stove. So like, what do you guys see as like the biggest problem with straight relationships? Communication. Lack of communication. Ooh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> you want to say that one more time? <laughs> I would definitely yeah. say lack of communication. Oh, yeah. You? Yeah, that's, that feels to me the biggest, like, just, like, the biggest catch-all in the best way of, like, yeah, there's not communi- communication. Like, yeah, like, I remember, like, I was talking to a friend who was in a straight relationship who was talking about, like, I saying something to the tune of I I can't let her, I can't let her, like, beat me. And I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, the power about? struggle. There's always yeah. a power struggle. And it's just like, that's yeah. the cra- That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, if you like each other, you like each other. Yeah. And you're going to, you're friends. Like, what do you mean, who's winning, who's That was like who? a big thing that I had to even train myself out of. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, you go through this phase and, and it starts feeling like, well, who who texted who first? Well, I don't want this person to know I'm that interested. Well, if he wanted something, he should come up to me and say, you know, like yeah. it became this whole thing and you realize you're not getting any end result from it. Right. 
because so, you just described both a power struggle and lack of communication. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Everything <laughs> can be solved with communication. Right. It's true. Yeah. I mean, or at least you just like, even if the solving is this isn't working out, but like yeah. you would only know that if you talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I, a thing I say a lot is like, I'm not saying, and I literally like quote unquote, I'm not saying this is true, but I feel like blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just not, that way you're not just being like, this is the absolute mm-hmm. fact. Just being like, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. saying it's necessarily true, but you know, we all know our feelings can sometimes, uh, can feel some like something that isn't necessarily yeah, the it's truth. Like a, it's, yeah, it's your perspective. Yeah. The truth. And that's a really good point because there's, um, there's something called the four horsemen. It's like four... Tra- four um, kind of a communication or lack of communication skills that are a very high predictor of divorce. It was by some professor named Gottman or something like that. Yeah. And um, one of them is criticism, but starting in like a way of um, you never do this. You make me feel like blah, blah, blah. And that's like a good way, man, of what mm-hmm. you said of like, hey, maybe, you know, I don't know if this is true, but this is the way I'm feeling about something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, that's it helps. So good. Yeah. So that you're not just like attacking them. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. This study, that study I was mentioning to you um, and the uh, UC Berkeley professor of psychology who was behind it, Robert Levinson, um, this is something that they had said in it. It said, uh, fortunately, gay couples t- typically have a couple of relationship strategies that help in conflict uh they're saying in comparison to straight relationships. Mm. Tell me if these are true. It says you guys are more upbeat and optimistic. I would say yeah. that's true. I, yeah, I, I mean, wanna... I, I wouldn't speak for everyone saying that. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're legit crazies. We all talked about that <laughs> oh, yeah. off camera. Yeah. Or <laughs> off mic. Yeah. I want to I wanna believe that. But yeah, I, it's like hard to be like, yes. Across yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, use more humor and affection when faced with disagreement. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely say affection. Yeah, definitely affection. It's kind of like. What does that mean? What do you do? It's just kind of like you get in an argument, but you like keep reminding each other that you love them. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I'm so like, we're having a problem. It's like, but I love you. Can you, can we, can we agree on that? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I find myself, this kind of answers the humor thing, but like, I find myself being like, why are we yelling at each other? (laughs) In fact, my boyfriend does a really cute thing where sometimes even. Even even if I'm like I'm like, uh, where did you put that cup? He'll immediately just interrupt with, "Why are you yelling at me?" <laughs> like, like just to, and Shoot, it kind of I always do that like, too. yeah. Like I'll we have a dog together, and like I'll talk to the dog and be like, "Murphy, I don't know why mommy's yelling at me." <laughs> like I'm literally not even yelling, and then it, I guess it does. It just breaks yeah, yeah, up yeah. yeah any minuscule piece of tension yeah. that might even start. Yeah, so many uses of humor, right? Yeah, I love it. Um, accept conflict in a more positive way. Yeah. Yeah. I, what is that? I, I don't just, know. I don't know what the fuck that one um, meant. I think it's... <laughs> Maybe, like, you see it as, like, a way to... It's like a growing... Forward? Yeah, it's to move forward. Yeah. yeah. Or something like... Not, not, not in the moment, but maybe after. Yeah. yeah, like, not ignoring it. Just yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we disagree on that. We're different people. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like okay. I feel like in so many relationships, when conflict happens, one storms off, or they're starts oh, yelling yeah, and yeah. screaming and that. But, like, 
I know with us, a lot of our conflict, we have sane conversations yeah. about it. Like if mm-hmm. we don't agree on something, we sit down and we They're talk totally about it. They're totally irrational. Yeah. And first, then we but... move forward. Yeah. yeah. My my ex, he literally he hated conflict so much that I was like, it's not a big deal. I was like, it's really okay. Yeah. But if once in a while we don't agree on something, but to yeah. him it was like, oh, we're fighting. It's it's normal it can't always be perfect that would be really really boring Mm -hmm. a lot of like i feel like a lot of couples try to avoid conflict Mm -hmm. so much to the point where they never talk about the problem even if it's stupid little things like those add up into like they mean something totally and they're just like so conflict conflict averse that they like all right we 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 just need to get away from each other for a little while because we're 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 too emotional right now and then like you, you didn't talk about it like that's yeah you're not solving anything yeah it says that you guys also use fewer controlling hostile or emotional tactics mike my my, my lesbian stalker did not I, mean, I had a lesbian stalker for four years and so she'd never come out of the closet but everybody was like she is and I had no problem with that, but she was just like fucking controlling. She like anybody I dated, she would come up to me and be like, "He's a fucking horrible person because mm-hmm. of X Y Z." I'm like, "That's like not a bad, like something he did. What like wasn't even a bad thing." Yeah. Or she would she would just be like, "Why do you dress like that?" And I'd be like, "What?" Ooh. Like all the time, just like, "Oh, your hair is this way." I was like, "You want to just tell me how I breathe too?" Like at one point, you're just gonna be like, <laughs> "I breathe in the wrong way." That's oh, wild. That's, yeah. Like that's a tactic people use to like they break you down oh so gosh, that way totally you like become reliant on them and then, yeah. Yeah, that's then what, they win. That's what my abusive straight friend did. Yeah. It was yeah. the same thing. It was hypercritical mm-hmm. all the time to the point where I was completely torn down and be like, Oh please tell me what to do. You are my guide, apparently. Yeah. You are the yeah. reason that I am breathing, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So but I, that's I was just like, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) No, but she did. But it did. I started thinking a lot. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like, why am I such a. I was like, am I really this shitty? I would like question the way I dressed. I really did. Mm -hmm. I started questioning the way I spoke. But see, that's not a a good relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's why that worked out the way it did. Yeah. Is because that's not a good relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I feel like in working relationships, you aren't being negatively critical of each other. I think one thing that is like, maybe a symptom of all these things is like being gay and then getting to be in love is such like it's true it really does come down to being in love yeah but we're so lucky like in it just I I just feel sometimes like being born in this moment in time I feel so lucky because in so many other times we couldn't even be gay and in love so maybe sometimes just the virtue of that of being like i can't believe we get to express ourselves which should not be a thing that we should be necessarily grateful Grateful for for, but sometimes (laughs) it's like there are so many bigger issues like trying to keep us apart why not yes keep this healthy and that's what i was reading Uh, it was a really good point because it was also saying um the study that uh, the reason communication is so important in gay relationships is because you guys have to deal with so many more external forces that are sort of like weighing in on the relationship, whether it's political and like sociological or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so you guys really need to talk a lot more to like make sure mm-hmm. you both yeah. are getting what you need. And I think a big part of it, though, as far as like, like, I mean, I can't speak for, for gay men, but, like, for women, 
you kind of like already understand how women think going into a relationship. Mm -hmm. So like you're already a little more keen to like, I feel like a lot of men think women are mysterious and they just don't understand what's going on in their head. And no, I'm always like, what? It's, I'm like we're not fucking yeah. Whereas like, <laughs> like, like a giant I puzzle, like, <laughs> super yeah. simple. When you see me giving you stink eye, it's because you did something stupid. <laughs> 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 women can be really passive aggressive sometimes, though, and that's yeah. a really unhealthy communication. Boys issue. can be too. Yeah, it's true. That's people true. can be exactly. in general. That's why I find it. I'm like. I couldn't, again, maybe it's just I date fucking idiots, but my my ex, I would be like, hey, like the super, super dude thing to do. I was like, hey, how are you feeling? Just like tell me how you're feeling uh-huh. so that I'm not like trying to decipher. And I would like check in with him every little, every few weeks to be like, how are you feeling about like the moving in situation and all this stuff? Nothing. It would be like, oh, yeah. no, everything's great. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then, like, at the end, it all just, like, comes. I was like, yeah. wait, I asked you so many times how right. things were going. It's, and it's, like, a lot of people are afraid to communicate when they're yeah. feeling bad about something yeah. because they're like, oh, no, this is going to cause a problem. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you just got it out, like, then yeah. you could have worked through it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's still a challenge sometimes. I mean, like, I think just sometimes even still you you find yourself like, I find myself checking in with my boyfriend being like, so you've had a tough week and you would have every reason to be crabby if you were. And he's <laughs> a little, a little more shy to like be expressive. He's like, yeah. no, I'm fine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, I don't know. But maybe it's just like, that to me is more like. When you know someone's idiosyncrasies and you exactly, really like them, exactly. you just put up with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but sometimes people have to come in like their own time and like be yes. able to, you know, yeah. come out and say something. Yes. Um, some of the other ones we'll just go through quickly says, although I find it funny, display less belligerence, domineering and fear mm. that in a fight you take it much less personally. Um, Jess is like hell no I take that shit mad personally <laughs> no I don't really take no, I don't, don't take anything personally like almost to but a fault but I feel like this is like because no. you're because like people who are in love just realize like the other person doesn't mean it in that yeah. way like yeah. you know it's but not I feel like we've never had an and I hate to say this because it sounds so cheesy it's been five years but we've never had an argument where we've yelled at each other or said anything Hurtful. Super hurtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like, we, we don't hit below the yet. belt. We mm-hmm. don't curse at each other yeah. when we're fighting. Like, I and am it, dead it serious. And it astonishes when, me when people do that. Yeah, I'm dead serious when I say that. Like, yeah. when we have an argument, we sit down and talk about it. Even if I don't want to, she's like, no, we're sitting down and we're discussing yeah. this. Like, we're not stopping. Like, okay? there are people who, like, badmouth the person they're, oh, like, no, married yeah. to or in a relationship. And they use like, nasty words. Yeah, I know. And I'm like... How can you say that about that person? Like that would if I said that, just even not meaning it, but said it, I would feel physically ill. Yeah. Yeah. Like I yeah. I could never. In yeah. a weird way, that would be like the beginning of the end. It is. It, it would be. Is. Absolutely. You can say that about me. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't like you. Yeah. yeah. If <laughs> like, I can say that about you, then like it's there. There are no feelings yeah. there. They have yeah. been turned. You know, off. I the yeah. the one time I feel really guilty about that is like I've I've been in really long relationships. I was with some for, with somebody for four years, and we had a rule: we never cursed at each other. And with almost anybody I've ever dated, I'm not a yeller. I don't curse. I don't you know do those things. 
But when I had my car accident, I had my concussion. And when I had concussion brain, the the neurologist even told me he was like, you're going to have like really raw emotions. And I couldn't control if I was like sad. I was just bawling. If I was angry, oh, fuck, move out of the way. And like I had a lot of fights with like my dad, my boyfriend at the time. I had with a couple friends where I just like wasn't in the right frame of mind and things were just coming out of my mouth and I remember my ex like the but it bothered me that like the one time I've ever like lost my shit mm-hmm. like it kept being brought back up to me yeah and I was like I wasn't in control it's like <laughs> literally it's like yeah. imagine losing like you have a break on a car and it's just gone mm-hmm. you can't control it there was like nothing I it's could do it's interesting he like held on to that oh he held on to it like crazy my neurologist was like tell him to grow up because I yeah. like went to him crying and I was like, I can't control the things I say sometimes. Like, it just comes out if I'm angry. I don't mm-hmm. even realize it. And he was like, I think it just goes back to the validation thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. he like just wanted to validate that, yeah. like, you were wrong and he was right. Yeah. And like, we we're and having an argument you, about really something bad, else, but I there kept, was this I time. I apologize after once I had like calmed down, but I, I always felt bad. I was like, and I get mad at myself about that because I feel the same way. I'm like, I don't ever want to like say something and like genuinely mean it about mm-hmm. that person yeah. but if like shit happens and my brain's not working <laughs> yeah that's like sorry i your... can't really help it that's different but it's like, a little out of your control yeah. different. um that's it i'm not fucking perfect we all know that so <laughs> <laughs> um all right guys this was a fascinating conversation yeah. i like love this i learned a lot <laughs> i really did i i could like literally ask you guys a million more questions totally i want to have one last thing do you guys think you have more fun I feel like gay guys yes. are always having so much more fucking fun. Yeah, gay guys have great nodding. amounts of fun. I have, have a lot of fun. so much We do, fun. but... I have a blast, but I mean, I also have fun doing the stupidest things, yeah. which include yeah. staying home and making cookies, yeah. you know? But, yeah, why <laughs> is that? that you make cookies. Uh, yeah. She makes, she makes cookies for me all the time. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. on demand. Can you invite me over when you make cookies? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'll say it again. I think gender roles are bad. I think the quicker we can throw those away and, yeah. and everyone who's in a relationship can just say we are two people who mm-hmm. love and respect each other and like delete all those old, weird, archaic, patriarchal um, mm-hmm. things that are probably injecting problems or trouble into your relationship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Preach, Absolutely. brother. Preach. Preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Thank you guys so much. I We're not done. We have the last segment. Okay. It's awesome. called Five Questions. We All ask right. every guest the exact same five questions. Um, it's our dating version of the Bernard Pivot questionnaire made famous on Inside the Actor Studio. All but right. this is ours, okay? <laughs> um, we can start with you. You guys can go in whatever order you want. Um, here are your five questions. Oh. What is the first thing you notice about a potential partner? Um... Like physically or whatever, the, however whatever. you humor. interpret that. I'll say face. I'll say smile. Face humor. Yeah. What is your one deal breaker? Uh, lying. <laughs> <laughs> Cheating even once. Yeah. yeah, that's bad. That's lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could admit that you cheated and it's still over. <laughs> true. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll say just like a tude. <laughs> Attitude. Dude. Get out of yes. here. Um, what turns you on? Uh, funniness. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. humor. Humor and intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. 
tell us one of your strengths and one of your weaknesses in relationships. Yeah, one of my strengths is um, I'm really I've, I'm just fun. I'm easy to get along with. I'm generally in a good mood. That's my that's my strength. And then my weakness is I'm such a bad cook. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Aww. Oh man. So bad. It's okay. There's lots of takeout available. It's LA. Yeah. You go first. yeah. Me first. Yeah. Um, I guess one of my strengths in a relationship is making her laugh. Because I always want to see her smile, since that is the one thing that attracts me the most. I want yeah. to keep it on her face as much as I can. Um, one of my weaknesses is I have highs and lows sometimes with my moods. So when I'm on a low, I'm just super, super moody. And I feel bad about it because I don't want to communicate at all. And that's super important in our relationship. So it's when okay. I'm in those you, lows, you I just... got lady problems and shit I'm going through right now. <laughs> don't want to talk to anybody. So, okay. yeah. I guess, guess my moods is my low. Yeah. I wouldn't consider that your low. Aw. She's like, I can Shucks. think of much worse things. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you should have went first. No. Um, I'm going to say mine is both a strength and weakness. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have a serious thirst for, like, adventure and learning new things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to the point where like I can't make up like where I want to live, what I want to do. I just like it's constantly changing. Yeah. So like, change used to be really difficult for Shannon, and she kind of had to yeah, grow out of that because like <laughs> I like one of my weaknesses is like I like I like to throw a wrench in things and change stuff all the time. Like I like to change yeah. things up. But it, I think it's also kind of a strength because yeah, it keeps totally. things interesting. Yeah. And last question. Besides I love you, what three words would you want your partner to tell you? I made cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, you're a model. Yes. <laughs> you are a model. Yes. Can it be four words? Nope. No. Three. I am funny. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I want you to tell me you're funny, and I want you. To tell I would me think I'm it funny. was like <laughs> I, I have a baby, or <laughs> oh god, here's a baby, here's a baby, here's a baby. Thank you guys, man. Oh, Jess, Shannon, for being on the show. I really, yeah. really appreciate it. How can people Thank find you. you guys on socials? Do you want them to? If you don't want them to. You don't have to share it. Yeah, I'm just Mono Agapian at on Instagram, on Twitter, yeah, I'll Facebook too. Oh, that's a great point. Uh, M A N O A G A P I O N on the social medias. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, no, I already forgot it. Um, <laughs> I am trying to get better on Snapchat. So, what's it? My name, Jessica, has snaps. <laughs> Sure, I have I no idea. I think it's Jessica has snaps. <laughs> <laughs> we could try I'm to find so her. So bad at Snapchat. Right. Um, we'll we'll have your socials up on um on our feed too. So if you guys want to find them and talk to them and learn more, you are welcome to. Um, we are also on socials, guys. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Kinda Dating. Kinda Dating is presented by Meltdown Comics. Come visit us seven five two two Sunset Boulevard here in L.A. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. Please take a few seconds and review us on iTunes. Um, and send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. And finally, I know it seems tough out there, but just try. Till next time. 
The show is produced by myself and Mason Booker, who's also the audio engineer. Our associate producer is Aisha Holden. Opening music composed by Joe Lorenzetti. And our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.